Hello, everybody. <clears throat> this is Robert Yerby, and this is one interesting thing about insurance. I've been in the insurance business, it's going on 24 years. Uh, nobody cares, nobody's impressed with that, uh, and I get it. Uh, I, let's see, I am that uh, dork at the party that's looking for the exits, looking for tripping hazards. I am the safety monitor, and again, nobody's impressed with that. Uh, so I don't want to talk about insurance. Uh, I want to talk with uh, Brianna today. Hello, everybody. And I've got some stories for you. And I, I say stories because I feel like this is going to be sort of like a Pulp Fiction kind of thing where I'm, I'm going to weave like three things together. They'll be related at the end, but it won't make any sense really so much at the beginning. Okay. You prepared for that? I'm prepared for that. Yes. And Brianna... Um, you're uh, my marketing manager. Yes. BMFCE. That's how we know each other. Yes. And, and actually, just just for the kids at home, we just met. Yeah, we just met for the first time in person. So in person, yes. In this in this world where everybody works remotely, like you've been working with us for a month and a half. Yeah, about a month and a half now. But we just met. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's there's a longer version of that story too. I'd love to I'd love to share how I met your sister. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a flight from Phoenix to Detroit sometime. I don't know that we have time for that, though. Yes. Uh, another podcast. Yep, there you go. All right, that's a teaser. Okay, so here's my first story, All right? I used to play a lot of softball, and I'm going to say, eh, I don't know, six, seven years ago, I developed a problem with my elbow. And really the issue was I was playing on this team, I was playing third base, and then my my infield skills were just they were just not very good my my lateral movement at some point as i was getting older just really deteriorated and so my team was like eh, like you probably still got some decent wheels maybe we can put you in the outfield and so they put me in right field and i was i was really trying to nail these throws from right field all the way to third base when really I had no business doing that. I should have just hit the cutoff man, but I kind of blew out my elbow trying to make these throws. And <clears throat> so I'm trying to trying to figure out what I'm gonna do to get better. Rest, uh, it, at least at first, wasn't an option. I wanted to keep playing. So uh, I see that there's a Groupon for an acupuncturist. And so I, I bought this Groupon. I'm, I'm living in, uh, in Phoenix at this point. And I called up the number on the Groupon and I get this woman. She sounds like the oldest person alive. Okay. And I was like, hey, so yeah, I, I, I bought a Groupon. I'm interested in some acupuncture services. It's like, all right, sweetheart, what day are you free? I work Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I'm off on Mondays. I don't work weekends. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. I mean... I have a pretty flexible schedule. I work from home. So, I mean, I mean, middle of the day works fine during the week. That's awesome. Where are you coming from, sweetheart? So, uh, I mean, I live in Chandler. And she's giving me directions up to 101 into Scottsdale. And she's like, you, you make a ride into the parking lot. And then you need to go all the way to the end. And you'll see this green dumpster. My office is the door just past the dumpster. I was like, mm, wait, your, your office is just past the dumpster. She's like, just pass the dump. It's actually the second door past the dump. So I'm sorry. I was like, mm, um, okay. 
And I'm, I'm like writing this down. And like literally, and, and, I'm, and I mean literally, she is the second door past the dumpster in this little office park. I parked pretty close to the dumpster and I, I like walk past it and it's like, I don't know what movie that would be. And like you like you pull back like the 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 limbs of the trees to like see past her. And it's like, oh yeah, there's there's another like building right there. That's crazy. And I, I go in and and she is like the oldest person I've ever met. Um by like a full generation. I think she was 112 years old. She was hunched over and she had uh, one of those canes that uh, what you, you put like the little tennis ball at the end of it and it's got like four prongs. She's walking around with that. Um, and so I get on the table. I described what I was what I was looking for. And I, I thought she's just going to put like the pins in my elbow. But now she's putting pins all over me. Um, she's putting pins between my toes and she had like these little, little like seeds. She called them beans, but they were little seeds and she taped them like around my ears. And then she'd say like throughout the day, I want you to pinch those beans. And then I'm making a little pinching motion. Like, ah. <clears throat> like I pinch your head. And she's like, yeah, pinch Sweetheart, you got to keep pinching those beans. If you're driving in the car, just every red light, pinch your bean, pinch your bean. You're watching TV, you got to pinch your bean, pinch your bean. Do both ears all day long, pinch your bean. You'll get better faster. I was like, all right, sure. Um, and like I was supposed to go there a couple of times, you know, a week to get all the pins and stuff in too. And so she would just change out the little beans then. So like you could shower with them in and everything and yeah oh supposed to pinch them in the shower pinch them in the shower all the, all the time every chance you get pinch those beans and um, yeah I started calling her the dumpster witch because that's where her office was and uh, she did good work like I felt better after I don't know it was like six seven eight visits she was a little forgetful because like I found pins in my socks like when I would get home like I'd feel something in there like pinching me. Yeah. But the beans are helping out, huh? Actually, I have no idea what really helped ultimately, but <laughs> <laughs> I I did as I was told. I was pinching the beans. Yeah. Pretty regularly, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, um, okay. So let me set that aside for a second. All right. I, maybe because of that, that was probably the first time that I went to, would you say, like a non-traditional, like, practitioner of some kind and and because it worked like I look for stuff like that now um, not that I don't believe in western medicine but uh, th th this seemed to work really well and it was you know relative, relatively expensive it's a group right. on right okay so <clears throat> several years later and actually pretty recently now uh, I was having trouble sleeping and I you know, I tried the melatonin tablets. I I tried, um, you know, some some gummies. I I tried a few different things, and ultimately, what I ended up using was Tylenol PM, and I got I got to the point where I was using it like six days a week, and I know that's not good for you. Right. So I was looking for something different, and one day I'm I'm just reading like my local paper. And I see there's a hypnotist that's advertising. 
And one of the headlines is sleep problems. So I'm like, eh, I mean, I might as well try this. You know, I called her up. It's 200 bucks for the visit. And so I, I get on her schedule, <clears throat> go, go out to this place. And it, I, I have to stress this. It looks just like a medical office. Okay. It didn't look like some weird hippie, you know, kind of place with beads and lava lamps and, you know, incense burning. It's, it's a legit, like, looks like a medical facility. So I'm, I'm, I'm put at ease right there. And, uh, <clears throat> the hypnotist, her, her name's Kathleen. She sits me down and, and she wants to talk to me about my, my sleep problems and what I'm looking for. And I remember her asking like, okay, if you could get one thing out of this, what would it be? And I said, all right, well, I want to go to bed when I'm tired and fall asleep in five minutes. I want to sleep for seven hours minimum. And I want to wake up feeling rested. That's, that's the whole thing. And she gives me this look like, that's it? Like, that's what you want? Okay. Uh, and so she's like, all right, well, let's lay down. And so she's got this kind of, it's kind of a table bed thing. And it's, she's got this really comfy blanket and pillow. And I lay down and she turns the lights way down. <clears throat> and this is where it gets kind of hokey. Like she pulls out this crystal at the end of a chain and she's dangling it over my head and She's like, all right, let your eyes follow the crystal. Yes, your eyes are getting very heavy. You're getting sleepy. And in my head, I'm just like, oh, man. Like, she's already got my 200 bucks. There's nothing I can do now. Um, I'll just play along, right? Maybe I'll get a right, nap yeah. out of it. Yeah, maybe I'll go to sleep for a little bit. Yeah, because it's supposed to be a two-hour thing. Gotcha. And we're only 10 minutes in. So I'm like, all right, yeah. Uh, so I closed my eyes. And it was a comfortable blanket. It was a nice pillow. And so I feel like I could probably fall asleep. But she keeps talking to me. Once once I close my eyes, I don't think she's dangling the crystal anymore. She starts talking to me. And she's she's like, um, <clears throat> she's like, uh, describe your happy place. And I'm I'm describing this beach in Hawaii. She's like, what colors do you see? Oh, I see blue. She's like, is anybody there with you? I was like, no, nah, there's nobody here. I hear waves. I hear wind. It's, it's, it's very relaxing. And, and then she's like, well, all right. How do you feel when you're trying to fall asleep? Like, well, I feel anxious. Okay. All right. What colors do you see when you're anxious? And, and it's stuff like this, right? And she just keeps talking and I keep answering her. And I thought I'm, I'm, I'm still awake as I'm answering all these questions. And then she gets to, well, tell me the earliest memory you have of feeling anxious. And I was like, all right, you know, I, I give her a memory of when I was a kid and I give her a couple of memories of when I was a kid. And, and at one point I, I felt emotional and I felt like my eyes tearing up a little bit. And all of this goes on for about 20 to 25 minutes, okay? And then she says, all right, I'm going to turn the lights up. I want you to sit up and get a drink of water, and let's talk for a little bit. And so she turns the lights on. I sit up, and I notice two things immediately. When I sit up, 
tears come flooding off of my face. <laughs> and I mean, like, my, I was, I had been weeping, apparently. Like, I, my face was drenched in tears, okay? It, like, spills off into my T-shirt. So now I'm like, wait, what, what the heck happened? Like, I don't remember crying. Right. And then I look at the, I look at the clock. It hasn't been 20 minutes. It's been an hour and a half. How's so she like tricked you? Something's, something's up. I don't know. So, you know, I grab my water bottle. I go sit down next to her and she's like, so how do you feel? I was like, uh, weird. Um, I feel disoriented. I'm, I'm not sure what's up right now. Cause I, I see the clock and she's like, yeah, yeah. It's been about an hour and a half. It's like, we talked about a lot of things. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then she, she said, or she asked me, so, uh, Robert, um, do you have anybody you can talk to? <laughs> I was like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm dating. I, I, I talked to my girlfriend, you know, she's pretty good about that. And she's like, Hmm, well, maybe, maybe, maybe start a journal. All right. Have you ever tried journaling? Yeah, like you could just write whatever's on your mind and and then then when you're done, if you don't want to show it to somebody, you could burn it. And and yeah, like you just made a face. I was I was <laughs> I was like, burn it. Like, what does she think I'm gonna be writing in this journal? I need to like set it on fire so nobody sees it. Um, crazy. Um and then then she's like, Oh, I'm gonna make you a recording, and I want you to listen to this recording every night when you go to sleep. And uh, long story short, this I've been listening to this recording almost every night for the last however many months. Uh, it's, it's been like five months. Absolutely works. Terrific. Yeah. I've, it's, it's like the recording's 18 minutes long. I've never heard the end of it. I fall asleep in five minutes. Uh, I sleep great. I wake up feeling great. The, the hypnotist worked. And I would, I would recommend her to anybody that had sleep problems for sure. I don't know what else she, she cures or whatever, but it's good stuff. <clears throat> so what's in this magic recording that she gave you? Um, the, the part that I've actually listened to. Yeah. Yeah. It, the part it, you've actually listened to. Um, actually I probably have the first 45 seconds anyway, memorized. It starts out with, okay, just make yourself comfortable lying down with your hands and your feet not quite touching. And and, and it kind of just goes on from there. She has a very soothing voice until she doesn't. It, it, a few different times she'll be like, just sleep now. You know? <laughs> that's a little that's a little weird, but um, I think I'm just so relaxed, like I, I barely notice. But you just fall into a deep sleep like commanded. Yeah. Like <clears throat> sometimes I've had people over. And they, I'm like, I've got to listen to this. So you're just going to have to bear it for 18 minutes. And so they've, they've heard the whole thing and they'll be like, yeah, her voice, a couple of different times where she's just like, go to sleep. Like she goes into this robot voice. Um, I don't know. It's working. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Totally, totally works great. Well, okay. So I got one more thing that I want to toss in here. And I went through this phase. This is kind of a lot of years ago. 
but I went through this phase where I was really, really concerned about how I looked. And um, I think this, this is like right after um, my second divorce. And so I'm, I'm older, uh, want to look good. And anyway, I have this friend, female friend, and she, she's like, um, so do you, do you wax your ass? And I was like, no, no. I was like, I don't, I don't have hair on my ass. And she's like, yeah, you do. And I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't think that I do. I don't, I don't have a lot of body hair. She's like, you have a hairy ass, so you should get that waxed. And um, I don't know if it's, if it's relevant. She was, she was a little bit younger than me, so maybe more in tune to like what's customary when you're dating. I, I mean, I, I, I listened to her on most stuff, but this, I was just like, mm, no, I don't think I need to do that. And then I find myself in the shower one day and I'm just, I'm washing. And then I, I felt, I felt some hair and I was like, mm, could she be right? And uh, anyway, I just, I, I ripped it right out just with my bare hands. And I looked at it and it was kind of a, you know, long, coarse looking hair. I was like, holy hell, I might need to wax my ass. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, I didn't, I didn't, but the, the, the routine in the shower became a little compulsive. And six months later, I find myself at my doctor's office getting a regular physical and this doctor that I had back then was very thorough. Like he'd ask like, yeah, how you sleeping? How you eating? You know, Any, anything else wrong? So at the end of the physical, he'd always just be like, what else is up? What, sh what should we be talking about? And so I get to the end of this physical and he asks, anything else? And I was like, oh, you know what? I have like a little irritation. Like it's not in my ass. I'm just saying like, like around, I don't know, something is irritated on my butt. And he's like, okay, well, I'll take a look. And so drop my shorts. I show him. He's like, hmm, yeah, it looks a little, looks a little red, looks a little irritated. He's like, are you using any different soap? Are you doing anything different? And I was like, oh, oh, you know what? Yeah. When I'm in the shower, I've been plucking hairs. <laughs> and he's like, at this point, I'm like, I pulled my pants back up and I'm looking right at him. He's like, uh, yeah, well, don't do that. Um, that's what's causing the irritation here. And I was like, mm, well, I don't do it because I think I need it. I think now it's just like a habit. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to try and stop. I've told myself I should stop and I don't. He's like, mm. he's like, I don't know if this is going to rise to the level of psychiatrists yet, but I'm just telling you, quit it. Uh, and I did. And I did, okay, just good, so everybody good. knows. I did. However, when he said psychiatrist, I was like, hmm, maybe better than going to a psychiatrist. What if I just went to one of those places where they would just wax it? And if they would just take it off, then there's, there's nothing to be yanking out in the shower. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. So here's what I think. Section 213D of the Internal Revenue Code says all of these different things that you can uh, legally use 
as a withdrawal from your flexible spending account or health savings account, right? The, none of those things that I just described are typically covered by insurance. Acupuncture, waxing, hypnotist, no. But I think all of those, I, I'm, I'm quite sure with the hypnotist and the, the acupuncture, those are in section 213D. You can, you can deduct those from your HSA. I think the waxing should be allowed as an alternative to psychiatric care. And if I got my doctor to say, hey, this guy is compulsively plucking ass hair, he needs help. The, I don't know, I don't even know what the waxing would cost. The $30 waxing treatment is way more cost effective than the psychiatrist. I feel like that should be an eligible withdrawal. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That's your response. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like to, to, uh, what, somehow not cure, but treat or accommodate my compulsion. Yeah. That should be allowed. Maybe, maybe even the mileage to and from the waxing hypnotist and dumpster witch. Right, all to cover of all the treatment plan. I gotcha. Yeah. I thought that was going to elicit more of a response. You're just like, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure with, what to say about that. <laughs> there's, there's unique things in everybody's life. And, uh, well, that's what it has to do with insurance. I think a lot of people wouldn't occur to them. Oh, yeah. The hypnotist. Yeah, that should that should be something I can pull out of my HSA. Yeah, not something you would think of off the top of your head. You just think more like over-the-counter medication and other things like that that you can use for that. Yeah. That's all you got, though. That's all I got. That's all <laughs> that's, I got. That's all I got. <laughs> this, would, this would be the time where you could share if you wanted. That's all I got. That's all you got. <laughs> I'm not the host. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, good enough. So that is one interesting thing about insurance. Uh, if you like these stories, all right, there's more stories just like that in our insurance continuing education classes. You can find all that stuff at bmfce.com. All right. Thanks, Brianna. You're welcome.